On Sundays, when I get the alert about my screen time, I love looking at it, breaking it down, and make sure I ain't going OD on nothing, and in general, just with the screen time. I'm not sure if y'all like me, some of y'all out there, but I really don't like playing the FBs and the IGs, and I like to keep my little times to a minimum with that. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. I find when I go on IG, other than looking at the little shits in my little group messages, I always go to the goddamn same pages, and uh, I got to run down my top five follows, bruh. Number six, honorable mention, Best Friend Weekend. It be some gas on that goddamn IG feed. Number five, sneaker news. I got to know when all the latest kicks is on the horizon. I need to know whether it's Asics, New Balance, Adidas, Nikes, Jays. I just need to know. Number four, it's a tie. I got Master P, James, Lindsay, and Delvin Carter. I like looking at entrepreneurs on the IG, bro. Not the naked hoes. Cats getting to the bag. Number three, it's a tie between Mario P and Desi Banks. I like funny shit. Them boys is gas bag. Two say cheese, straight carfuffle, <laughs> and straight niggatry. I need that in my life. And uh, number one, Ty ESPN Sports Center, Flow Wrestling. I love sports. That's my shit. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome <laughs> to the Best Friend Weekend <laughs> Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nye. Wow, shit boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, we're gonna be too deep this week because your boy Raj Move got some um some dog dog sitting responsibilities this week. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But he said he well, take I think care he, of the, I, the furry kid. I think he checked in and we're gonna get with him a little later to see a check in from Raj Move. But uh, before mm-hmm. that, let's definitely dive into what Rumbles was saying. First of all, let me let me let me speak on something before we get into his list of top IG followers. All right, I know what you're um, about to say. I think youngsters care too much about what people think. When it comes to stuff like screen time, I mean, I, I too, when I first started seeing like the screen time thing come out on, mm-hmm. um, on like when my iPhone would tell me on Sunday morning, hey, your screen time yeah. is down, I felt like, oh shit. I mean, if you're not a real person, if you don't feel like, oh man, that means it's good, man. My screen time down this week, man, that yeah. means I've been living life. I've been yeah. living my real life. I, you should feel exactly. that way. Yeah. But you shouldn't trip if you, if you, so, I mean, I don't care if I'm scrolling all week, man. It's, Scrolling all week. That mean I was chilling. I mean I had a you know I had a relaxed week. That's that's also a good thing. If I had enough time to to get my screen time up in my phone, that ain't a that ain't always a bad thing. I agree. Overwork. You overworked if you didn't. Yes, I think sometimes, you know, you're looking at things, say, oh, you was on that thing five hours and forty minutes, you'd be like, dang, so I don't know what's going on. And then look at all of his phone calls and text messages. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You'd be like, okay, whatever. Then on Tuesdays, you know, uh, I'll be looking at my, you know, make sure on Tuesday I try to go find my little stuff. Tuesday and Wednesday, especially I'll be on uh, social media heavy, you know, just for podcast purposes so I know what's going on, stay abreast. But, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, if I ain't got nothing to do, especially on the weekends, if I have a weekend off, I ain't got nothing to do. Yes, my screen time going to be sky on Saturday. I'm YouTubing it up all day. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. As long as you're getting your shit done, you're handling your business, bro. 
Let your screen time be your screen time. And I mean, I feel like a screen is a screen is a screen because you're making that that context in regards to screen time with your phone. But what screens are you on? Are you watching yeah. TV? Are you looking at the you, TV screen? Are you on the computer you're watching screen? screen? You watching the work? Screen. You know what I'm saying? Are you outside are, just just look, you know fishing? Do, and, are you and looking, looking through the screen though? Looking through the screen though? Is you playing football outside and throwing a screen pass? Like, <laughs> are you on the court setting the screen? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> it's all screen time, man. Yeah, so, most so definitely. So with that being said, man, let's just let it be known there. So I mean, you know, one time shout out best friend weekend always a thing. Sneaker news. I follow my Listen. my share fair my fair share of sneaker sites. So I, yeah. I agree with that. I follow mine uh, on Twitter, I, but yeah, I don't necessarily follow P. I don't know who James Lindsay or Delvin Card is. I don't need entrepreneur yeah. Negroes on social media. I don't. I don't need to follow that. But I mean, everybody yeah. is is different. I mean, some people yeah. like to to get those inspirational words, and I can't knock that. Mm-hmm. I just that's not in my thing. I don't know. Do you have any like? "Quote unquote inspirational no. people." No, no, I don't. Cause I'm, yeah, I feel like it's it's all a scam. They, they they selling stuff anyway. So, I guess I guess you could say Plies is inspirational in the same way that Master P is. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't definitely know. follow Plies. So, and I know, I know, people out there, y'all gonna say Plies and Master P. That's not the same thing. But I'm saying it's the same thing in the context of they're gonna say some real stuff. And they're mm-hmm. gonna tell, they're gonna put you on some on some game. Maybe not necessarily applies. Maybe that's not the one to one parallel. Well, I, f- I follow Lil Duval. Yeah, he I said, "Smile, bitch." Mm-hmm. He said, "Smile, bitch." That's inspirational. <laughs> he is telling you to smile. He is. And he does, and, and, and he does tell the truth a lot. So you know. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like I follow Mario Mario the comic, so I don't follow Desi Banks, but I like Desi oh, Banks yeah. stuff when it comes through. Like when somebody showed me a Desi Banks video, I'd be thinking it's funny. So yeah. I agree. That's that's whatever. Rumble put me on Say Cheese. Say Cheese is, is might be yeah. my favorite. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you put it's, me on Say Cheese too. Ever since y'all, I said, oh, okay. I need to hit the button on these on these people. Uh, yeah, they kept I mean, coming through the group chat. They kept coming through the group chat. I said, all right, all right. I hit the say, button on these folks. Say Cheese is, 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 is high up there for me. And I mean, ESPN, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I follow ESPN per se, but I follow so many different sports, whatever. I, I follow like, I follow all of the Ringer and like Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I get like one of like my my ESPN quote unquote is usually Bleacher Report stuff because yeah. Bleacher Report got some cool uh, some cool graphics with what they do with the sports stuff and it's all over the place with the sports landscape. So wrong. Yeah, I, I respect your list. I just think number four is one that I don't really partake in, but I definitely got me some comedy. I definitely got me some say cheese, some nigga news. Yeah. I definitely got me some sports news. I definitely got me some sneaker mm-hmm. news. Um, yeah. So you know all of those good things. And I mean, I might have some black stuff in there too. Definitely, you know definitely I mean? have to have it in there. You know what I mean? We we follow um we follow people who who food food people. What's your boy name? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh my southern brand. My southern brand. Now my my yeah. southern brand be be posting stuff that no, look good. Yeah, every yeah, it, like mean, three four times a day. If you long as if you on the if you on the diet, oh it ain't nothing much but black now, and it got to be real catfish. But, <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> not sway, not, sway. <laughs> not even how, not even how sway, yeah. but uh. Yeah, you know, uh, if you want to die, that, that's the wrong person to follow. Right, boy? Hey, you hungry to hell? And we we have and I follow Avery, Avery Zadius of my um humble opinion. He got a good meme site that be dropping a whole bunch. Oh, of Oh, most definitely. So um, most definitely. That, that's a good follow that y'all might want to get on. That. I, I also follow uh uh Ito's hand car wash. Always, always, man. You hear the commercials? 
you know yeah. um you, you you know who we who we stand behind when it comes to this um social media thing so yeah, yeah sh- shout out to all them people and rumble you make sense we're on the same page it's just not always exactly the same but we with the same stuff man and you know yeah. if we was exactly the same we'd be the same person if we was the same person that'll burn my booty man look let me tell you the one thing that burns my booty this week uh Dads who hop in the pool with swim shirts on, bear my booty. Oh man, hey, uh, now this is the one I'm gonna agree with you completely, bro. Either don't get in the pool or let the man boobs hang, dog. Nobody, nobody cares. I promise you. <laughs> Nobody's like, oh my god, look at that dad over there with the with the dad body. Like nobody cares, <laughs> dog. Get your ass in the pool, man. It is okay. It's all right. I'll stay out of it, but don't get in with that on. You and can't get notice, in with clothes on. Notice, I said dads. I, I was very intentional about that. If you're yeah. just a, if you're just a, a, a big bounded guy, and you're at the pool, and you don't have no kids with you, you can get in there with your shirt on. You might be embarrassed. You might still be looking for something. You know, it's okay. I'm not gonna judge you, man. You might want to keep your man oh, boobs you're together. Nice. When you oh, a dad man. at this point, you got your kid yeah. with you. Nobody, I mean, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's, tri- nobody's tripping. Nobody. I mean, I, I can see the sort. I just, I, I mean, I t- kind of put it in my own context. I've never been, I don't care what weight I've ever been, the shirt on in the water type of guy. You ain't never been a shirt on period type of guy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to take your shirt off. But, but yeah, man. It's a point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. I, yeah, it's, it's stupid, though. Like it's, 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 it's stupid. Now, I've heard a rationale from the from the peanut gallery saying well maybe them boys um get sunburned easily and them shirts got spf 50 in them that's well <laughs> that's a lot number one number two you, they got they got some spf 20 2000 you can put on that's waterproof that'll keep all that from happening well why would you do all of that if you could just buy your little shirt and you don't have to put it on every time los I just think it looks weird when you have a shirt on inside the pool. I think it defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you're a lot heavier. There has to be a hell to swim with. You got um, clothes got, on in the pool. In the pool. That's, I mean, you might as well stay on land. Might as well put some tennis on, right? Or, or run through the sprinkler or something. You know what I'm saying? Do something. <laughs> Play in the water. Might as well, hole, boy, I say might as well stay on land. <laughs> out to sea or something. <laughs> For real. That's, sure. I mean... That was the one observation I had this weekend that burned my booty. I see this was a good week. Not a lot of things burned my booty. Well, you a lot know, of I, I, I actually did. But go ahead. <laughs> you said I want to talk about them. I got one. Okay. You know, Burma, I, I hate when I'm driving on the highway and one of those new old cars are driving extremely fast. I hate when the new old I hate when the new old car is driving like going a hundred. When I say new old car, I'm talking about two thousand eight Honda black with the missing Honda symbol in the front with a big stupid spoiler on the back with a red door. Today, he was driving 104 miles per hour today and it really burned my booty in because he had no reason to be driving that fast. You must have been in the same city as me today because in front (laughs) of me today was a Honda but that thing was a Civic and it was like a 94, 95 daddy. It wasn't a new old car. It was an old, old car. Oh, okay. And that thing was on the highway pushing and sw- switching four lanes with the top down, limit how money ain't a thing. Yeah. And I thought, well, because he don't give a fuck. If he hits somebody, so what? 
That's why they be swinging and banging and going 100 miles an hour because they don't care. Why would no, you I care? Think, I think I think it's opposite. I think when you have a especially when you have a new old car, you mm-hmm. have to care okay. because the money you had to spend was for an old car that's new. So like that's all the money you had. Like you you know that you're hurting at this point. So I think you just happen to have a car and you really showing out and want to like you well, that, like you might be riding a bus a long time. Tag on it though, Lose. No, it, it had the paper. It had the paper there. It oh. had the paper there. Wrapped in plastic, they're like a plastic bag. Damn it! Oh, okay. You know how when you get it from the, the car lot, it's a different type of plastic. That might, okay, Rump, uh, uh, Los, let me just say that might be if if uh, best friend weekend listeners can probably attest to this. That might have been the first episode of Burn My Buddha. That might be the first thing I ever said. Burn My Buddha was new old cars in general. Yeah, but you yeah. saying these new old cars just 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 slamming down the street. Going, I'm talking about going fast, swerving in and out of people. Like I'm talking about flying windows down, radio, radio gotcha. stretched out, Makes like sense. stupid shit. I can't stand it. Big sense. It burned my boots. You know, I mean, I, I didn't know. I was thinking you were still talking about new old cars in the context of any old cars, not like old old cars, like I just said. And now that we have clarified the difference between a new old car and an old old car, <laughs> now I can definitely settle in with the fact that I just hate new old cars in general. <laughs> If they got the nerve to be going fast, that bothers me too. If they got the nerve to be blowing their horn at you like you do close to them or some yeah. shit with their new old car. Or playing a radio accessorily loud like in their new old car. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, for the whole thing just just collapse on yeah, them at one stupid. time. I mean, these are a lot of thoughts that we have, but listen, I said we had a word from Raj Move. I think it's time to get it. Let's get a quick word from the homie, Raj Move. Smooth in the wrist. What's going on? It's your boy Raj Smooth. Sorry, I'm out this week. I uh, got some K9 medical obligations that I need to take care of. But I got something that burns my boot in. And that is dealership service centers. Now, just in general, what burns my boot in is being played, or just the idea of being played. So, what I'm about to tell you is not necessarily what happened, but just the idea of it happening is burning my boudin. I had a flat tire when I woke up on Sunday morning. And, um, you know, the first thing that I thought to do was to go to Walmart to get some slime. Fix a flat, whatever you want to call it. So that I can get to the dealership so that I can get some air in my tire or, or get a patch or get a new tire, whatever needed to happen, happen. So I did that, put the slime, put the fixer flat in my tire. And then the dealerships are, of course, closed on Sunday. So waited until Monday. Turns out that the dealership service center was closed on Monday as well. So I just dropped my car off, put it in the, uh, put it in the drop box, got a ride back home waited for their call on Tuesday, to which they told me that they were only accepting appointments. To which I responded with, in my mind, bitch, just take care of my car. So they did. They didn't call me to tell me, hey, your car is going to be ready soon. Just wanted to let you know. And then they say, they call me back and they say, Hey man, we noticed that uh, your car had some fixer flat in it and it damaged your TPMS sensor. So that's going to be another $230 because we got to replace that. I got to pay it, right? I got to take care of my whip. You know what I'm saying? I cannot just 
not take care of my car. So I'm $230 down, whatever. But in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, I'm asking myself, did they just play me? Does my TPMS sensor really need servicing? Or did they just see the opportunity to charge me more? Because they saw fix a flat in my car, and I know that dealerships don't like that shit. Okay. I mean, that, that that's a lot right there. It's a lot to unpack. <laughs> First thing that I mean, I think that um, Los, I think you and I both were thinking the same thing. <laughs> what happened to his car again? <laughs> I, I thought the engine fell out the bottom of that bitch, but <laughs> it boy had a that's flat tire. That boy had a flat tire. And you, I've never. It's my first time. I was I was uh, fifteen seconds ago years old when. <laughs> I found out that you can take your car to the dealership for a flat tire. <laughs> I knew. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna play him. I knew you could do that. I just, I never, just don't okay, know. Right. I just don't really know people who go to the dealership that often to be like whatever because most people I know got discount tire. Oh, uh, oh, you got Julio in them. I well, use listen. I use Javier Julio. The thing friends. about it, hey man, listen. This is not a play ride smooth session. This is just a question. I'm not. Different I'm people do out. different things, right? And my first question is, why the hell are you putting fixer flat in your tire? Why aren't you putting the donut on? That part <laughs> is what I don't get. Like, am I am no. I tr- now now you, is that you, now I might be trying to, I, that might be a little wild. But no, you I, could you call the insurance. You can't convince me that Raj You think he kept that tire on and just sprayed <laughs> something in it? That's what he that's what he said. Like he, he didn't did. he didn't take his tire off and put the donut on? No, or he didn't stop by the little tire shop on the corner okay, okay. and and have him patch it, or call your insurance and uh, roll out assistance. On, they'll plug, they'll come do it for free. A plug is fifteen dollars. A patch is twenty, right? As long as it ain't on the wall, they'll do it right then you, you, on the spot. Right then, why you in the car? <laughs> I don't. I never. I've never heard that before. I, mean, I, I just thought no, they like. Hey. Okay, I don't know. Now, now I am. Now I am. I. The whole time I was listening to the fact that that burned his boot at, I was kind of... And, and he left the car there. <laughs> I was... Why wouldn't he take... Why wouldn't he put the donut on? I'm so confused. Hey, and you know the funny part is? He went to Walmart to get fix and flat. Walmart has a tire place in the back. Big tire place. Unless he went to the neighborhood market. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe Denver. But I don't know the if, they, if they sell fix and flat at the neighborhood market. They probably do, but I, still. Yeah, they do. I know I know they have a tire shop around there that can fix that for There's a, tire a whole shop. lot less money than, than the dealership. Than $230. Now, now, the thing about the dealership is if, you, if you're still under warranty, they'll probably do it for free. So, that's why you bring them stuff to the dealership. I get that. However, I still don't spray fixer flat. I put the donut on and bring it over there. That is the first thought. And I mean, you know, most yeah. of us have run flats on that you yeah. can take it over there without doing X, Y, Z. I mean, not, I'm mm-hmm. not going to speak for every single car, but I think that most cars nowadays got run flat. And Raj don't have an old car. He don't have a new old car. He don't have an old, old car. He don't have neither one a, of them. He got, he got, he got a, a car. He got a car car. And yeah. A car daddy. And... and, and <laughs> And yeah, I don't know the dealership service. Okay, that that is. Let's get that part out of the way. But both of you guys, the things that burn your boot at this week, um, you talking about old cars on the new old cars on the road zooming by. I saw it today. Raj talking about dealership service centers happened to me this past week. I ended up paying three hundred and eighty dollars. I can't even tell you for what, but I had bringing the car in to get an oil change, and they were like, "Hey, this plate's doing this, and this is whatever doing that." I've come to the point where I always just be like, do it. 
do it. Like, unless it's ob- ob- obnoxious. I kind of expect to pay like somewhere around $400 every time I go to the dealership. And if they tell yeah. me something's going on, and if they could explain to me what it's probably making my car do, and I can be like, oh yeah, my car does do that. No, it does do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, now, then I'll pay it. But if you tell me some shit that don't make, I'm like, nah. Yeah, yeah. If good. it don't make no sense, or if you say some, oh man, you might want to um, go ahead on and change all of your um, rotor rooters. Yeah, hey, <laughs> look here, man. Hey, in, in, in about 100,000 miles, you're going to get a whole new training. So you might be going to let me get that thing now. But nah, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, anytime you go to the dealership, you know that man going to come back with that. He First, they going to take your keys, tell you go have a seat and get some water and coffee. Uh, you know, and then he going to come back, going to take him back. Unless you drop pay. your shit off and leave yeah. there. Yeah, for two days. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but he going to come back halfway, like 20, 30 minutes and be like, hey, yeah, uh, we also found he going to have a list with some bad handwriting on it. <laughs> right. tell you what I found every time your Never intake valve is, is, is yeah. pushing over into your catalytic converter I noticed one of your lugs got a scratch on it if you don't get that fixed it's going to be $260 per lug you need all four well we realized that the sensor in your um, in your in your in your, <laughs> in your hey, you, <laughs> hey I noticed that your, your core is a little shiny <laughs> causing your AT, AC to blow too cold. So if I <laughs> so you know, over time, little, what that's gonna yeah. do is it's gonna lean yeah. on your hot water and, compressor. And, um, and that's gonna cause mean. cold right there. See, that's gonna right there. You get, and you then all, get all of that's just gonna lead back to the alternator and the starter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look, a, a, a cool eight hundred dollars saves you all that trouble right now. I mean, hey, <laughs> but you but you do what you want. But you do yeah. what you want. Take your now, payment, right. come back in fifteen minutes, fix everything. I definitely, I definitely agree with the fact that they, they, uh, that they do boys in, but that's kind of part of what, what go with it, man. Unless you know how to do your own car and fix on your own stuff, the boys with them new old cars, the boys with them old old cars know how to fix on their old shit though. So that's they don't have no choice though because they don't have no old parts old, no old more. Parts in- <laughs> boys don't have no more old, old parts. No, they no, they, the, they could go to the junkyard, man. Let me get Pull that. Apart. Yeah, boy. Yeah, man. They get out there themselves, man. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother thing. That's some shit I did since I was a kid. Go to a junkyard with yeah. my daddy and pull a part off a car. But that's when, that's when your fingernails be out. You can't never get your fingernails clean. That's when that's when they be having like snakes and shit in the car and and yeah. stuff because those cars just be sitting out there, man. Like, hey, man, you ain't I, never I'm been cool. country till you did any some shit like that. But uh, man, let's talk about the weekend, man. It was a uh, interesting event that took place this weekend. Two things I definitely want to talk about. One of them is the Floyd fight took place <laughs> this weekend against one of them Pauls, whoever, whatever Paul it was, one Paul, Paul George, Paul McCartney, yeah. whoever it was, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, yeah, Cliff yeah. Paul, one of them, man, <laughs> Paulie, uh, Paulie Malinaji, whoever he fought against, Paulie Shore, that dude, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bearer, and. Um, <laughs> Paul Wall and, <laughs> and Chameleon now. and um uh, so the what did you think about the fight itself, Los? Uh, I mean, I didn't know what people was expecting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, I was like, that's why I watched it for free. Like, I don't know people were expecting Floyd. I knew Floyd was gonna knock that man out. Uh, he caught him. He, I mean, Floyd caught him like he did. He Floyd was punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he, but yeah, but Floyd, the little dude, Floyd, one fifty five, man. You know, 
And uh, I mean, Floyd looked decent. He looked good. He looked decent. That dude was way bigger than Floyd. And um, you know, but it was kind of you know, I knew Floyd. Floyd's out there playing at first. Like he yeah. wasn't gonna take no risk. Oh, buddy, caught him with a bunch of them little ugly, stupid hits. Like when your badass kid hits you and you fold up. He caught him with a bunch of them. And then Floyd got mad and started walking forward. You know what I mean? So you know, Floyd still didn't take it. He wasn't even breathe. Floyd was barely sweating after he got through fighting that dude, man. Like, you know, I don't think he exerted a bunch of energy or whatever. You know, just a little exhibition. Floyd went out to the... Like he said, he legally uh, robbed, robbed people. That's what he do. Bank rob. So, it was it was, it was, was some bullshit. But, I mean, I don't know what people are expecting this great fight to be. I yeah. I mean, I think that we all... Or not we. I would think that most people expected. Man, these, these people out here um, kind of clowning boxing and getting out here and just... Mm-hmm. Getting a check for fighting against whoever, put him in there against a real boxer, and I mm-hmm. think Floyd heard that just as much as everybody else. It was like, ding, uh-huh. ding, ding! I could get in there and make some money, and we know how yeah. Floyd is. All Floyd did get- was take that fight. I don't care about <laughs> nothing that none of y'all are talking about. Y'all <laughs> not, not one thing. I'm fifth. I'm forty five years old. I can give a shit. I'm gonna go out there and dance around. I'm gonna hit this. Dude. Yeah. I'm better than him. I'm not. Yes. Gonna, I'm not gonna trick. Like my old lady was asking me, like, do you think he was training hard? I was like, fuck no. I was like, Floyd I think, don't stop training though. I was like, oh, I, this is how I said. I said I think that there's like a training camp for boxers. You know, remember mm-hmm. we used to watch twenty four seven, yeah, like Mayweather Pacquiao, the six week, eight week. That was training that camp, was one yeah. of the best. That was one of the best shows that used to come on. I used to love that yes. shit. But I before the fights, them boys and the voiceover was the shit. But before yeah. the fights, them boys would be in that training camp with a shelf. They'd be mm-hmm. there with a chef, with trainers, running every morning, boxing yeah. all day, running at night, sleeping, and getting up early Creek, in the somewhere. morning. What's that place where oh, everybody go bear. with a... Big Bear. Big Bear, yeah. It'd be up there, Big Bear, mm-hmm. running hills, doing with all that. Sh- you know Shane Mosley and shit. You yeah, know? with a bunch of hard heads in there, they little homeboys on the bike while they running. Yeah. Nah. And, and Lord, yeah, no. And I said, that, 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 there you go, though. She used to say what I said. Floyd ain't do none of that shit. That, that is, he did not train for this fight. He no. did what he regularly do. He went, he went spar in the middle of the day a couple Played of times. Yeah. He went to the gym yeah. between one and four. I'm going to give me some yeah. sparring sessions in for about three weeks. Yeah. And then I'm going to go beat this dude because there's no way possible. My muscle re- memory, my reflexes, I'm going to beat this dude just off of, just off of, off of whatever. And that's what he looked like. Yeah. I mean, could Floyd have knocked him out? Maybe if they didn't have, I think they had twelve ounce gloves. Maybe if they had eight ounce gloves, maybe. And, and Floyd hands wasn't beating people for twenty some years, and they all yeah. Really maybe broken. if they said go twelve rounds, maybe yeah. there's a there's a lot of maybes, right? But yeah. it it made me think like while I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, it's it. They still gonna think that they could play with boxes because they got that payday and he didn't get knocked out. The no. thing is, you you put you supposed to put somebody somebody big like that in there with like Canelo. Like, I don't like yes. Canelo like that. I really don't like no. Canelo like that. See, but, but, but put Canelo, Canelo wired him. Wired yeah, Canelo would have hurt him. He wired. Yeah. He's <laughs> big enough to hurt him, too. He's big enough to fuck that, that man. And he's still that, young. Mm-hmm. And he, and he, you know, he got a, you can look at Canelo and know he ain't got good sense. You put, he and if you want an old person, you put Triple G or somebody in there. Somebody that's going to, somebody that's going to hurt him. Yeah. Somebody throw Tyson, in there. throw Tyson in there with him. Get with Tyson. Tyson is the example I was thinking about right after the fight. Big heavyweight. Big, like, my thing is, you a heavyweight. You want Tyson would have heard him. Yeah, that boy came. He, he, I think he dropped to one ninety or something when he uh, weighed in. He was back up to two hundred pounds the next day. No, you, you, I weighed him about almost sixty some pounds. Like, no, stop it, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, getting there with a heavyweight, Deontay Wilder or something. Nah, that's 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 an elite heavyweight. Yeah, that's too much. Okay, just a regular Roy Jones, nigga. Roy Jones. 
Yeah, Roy Jones. Hey, that went nah, by my Roy Jones ass. Yeah, I like that. Roy Jones. Oh, Roy Jones. Oh, I'm talking about Ty- Tyson. Tyson would have fucked that boy. Yeah, Tyson would have fucked that man up with a body shot too. Because it's different when the punches coming from. I said the Holyfield. I said Lennox Lewis. They would all knock that nigga out. Yeah, them punches hit them punches hit a whole lot different coming from that big old ass nigga than 150 dude who walk around at 155. Because Floyd hit him five or six times. That if he was a big dude would have knocked him out. Oh, he been dead. Yeah, if if Floyd dead. was one hundred and seventy pounds, seventy five pounds, that boy would have been out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's interesting because the other, the little brother, about to fight Tyron Woodley. That's the one, uh, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think Tyron Woodley is, is his name. Uh, little dude who used to be a UFC fighter, but once again, another UFC fighter. Not yeah. know who's a who's a known for being a wrestler. Like, yeah, yeah you gonna get in there and it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be. Yeah, gonna throw them awkward no... punches. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I if I want like stop playing with boxing is what I feel like is happening. I that's know. that's kind of bothering me just a little bit because. But what I will say is, as long as I can keep watching for free, I re- I will be tuning in. I like the, the concert with the concerts and all that shit, kind of dope. But uh, you know who looked good to me? Ocho Cinco didn't look bad. As I thought he would. Well, yeah, he got, got beat up, up, but he didn't look bad. Yeah, he didn't look bad. I thought he would. Yeah, I thought I, he looked I, way worse than that. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with your with your sentiment on uh, on your man's Ocho, man. Like it, it was a bunch of good stuff. But what you think about the event? Like the event itself, because you know all of the other ones we've seen is Thriller, right? Thriller is doing yeah. these fights and whatever. And this was Showtime. This was a Showtime production. Yeah. What did you think about you know Showtime kind of stealing the Thriller shit? Like of we're gonna do celebrity shit. We're not doing like regular uh-huh. boxing. What you think about that? Ah, once they—that's what big companies do. Once they see that's <laughs> on brand, right? That's on brand. You think all these big companies came up with the shit they do? No, they stole it from little companies. Vine, I guarantee. Uh, they, they did I the guarantee ones some, like Vine, huh? Yeah, I guarantee, I guarantee somebody. Somebody made the first Big Mac at home, and right. then a nigga at McDonald's said, "Oh, I got it." But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that's what they, they, they did it to make it big and better. I still, I still rather hear Snoop on there. That's that's uh, my next. That was my next. I, I still rather hear Snoop. I think Jesus uh, D- and Meryl. Yes, those Snoop, right. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop. Either one, but I, Snoop well, no, first. Hold but on, then hold up, hold up. Jesus and Meryl was the people who did the Showtime fight. I'm saying, yeah. would you prefer to Snoop or would Jesus and Meryl? Oh, oh, it's Snoop. It's Snoop, Snoop all day. All day. Snoop. Yeah, it's Snoop all they day. They funny too, but Snoop. It was Snoop funny, was, but they was a yeah. kind of a. It was funny. It was funny, but it was what I would. I, I'm gonna use the term. It was tame funny. It was for TV yes. funny. It was for yeah. family. It was funny. Showtime funny. Yeah, it, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Like when when the brother was like, "Oh my god, he's up three rounds to two and then yeah. they was like, "Nobody said that. You're lying. Shut up." Nobody said <laughs> yeah. that. That shit was funny. Like I was laughing my ass off. I was like, "That's funny." But Snoop would have been like. Nah, cuz, man, shut that shit up, cuz. Yeah. Like, Snoop would have been nah, super uh, uh, funny. Nah, man. Snoop would have said, I want some of what he's smoking if he thinks that. <laughs> but, you know, Snoop might not have said that because Snoop liked Jake Paul. Because after that last fight, yeah. he, remember, dapped him up. You my fuck nigga, cuz. And he's yeah. all hype when he, yeah. That, but, that, that, that. but he still would have talked about him. Though. Yeah, he would have talked about it. Like, no, that's not happening. That's not what yeah. I'm seeing right now. So, yeah. yeah. I, I I love the fact that you kind of brought it full circle with that because it is. It's, it's thefting. Some shit that's work. Oh, Thriller making this money doing this shit? Okay. And Thriller, I mean, for lack of a better word, they stole with Timberland. Didn't steal, but they bought with Timberland and them did with Versus. So, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, they see something else that worked. They took it for, and did it in doing their own. Well, they didn't do it their own way. They did it the right way. So, maybe mm-hmm. they do have a gripe. Maybe Showtime should have went half with them or something. But Floyd not going to fight outside of Showtime because he got that goddamn Showtime contract. 
Ain't got that forever, lifetime, anytime you get on here, we pay you $2 trillion to sweat a little bit on here, contract. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's some other, some other celebrity fights that we want to see. I'm here for them. I'm always here to watch some celebrity fights. But Bow Wow the, the and, and Soldier Boy. Yeah, but the Pauls ain't got their comeuppance yet. We need the Pauls to uh, to actually have a a, a, yeah. a fight against somebody who could beat them. Because I want to see that. Hurt. I want to see yeah, them hurt, hurt somebody or get hurt. Like do the thing. But I told you, well, we already saw one of them hurt. Yeah, he already hurt. Yeah. They already hurt. What you call it? But uh, oh yeah, they hurt. He in a box. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I ain't seen. I ain't seen him since on social media. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I they need to really I, no, get I, that with a real box. I saw box. him right here. He was actually number number eight on Rumble's list of top follows. <laughs> Nate Robinson <laughs> follows. <laughs> oh, was it Logan Paul? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, <laughs> man. Listen, another thing that took place this weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to this real quick, and I just want to say it. A couple weeks ago, we was all in the mix about that coming to America too, and um, woo, the thing that we talked about in the podcast was Tiana Teller. Tiana Teller was just named. The first Maxim Sexiest Woman Alive. First black woman to be the Maxim Sexiest mm-hmm. Woman Alive. If you haven't seen it out there, listeners, uh, Tiana Taylor, just go to Tiana mm-hmm. Taylor Maxim Magazine. And uh, I'm scrolling as we as we sitting here. Yes, I am as well. Jeez. And all I'm going to say is I'm, I'm, I'm air dapping Iman Shumpert right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, sir. And she yeah, got two kids. Got two kids and then just bounce back like that? Come on, that's how you coming? She said yeah. she went over there that morning and they and, and she with no makeup on. It was like I gotta go home and get dressed. It's like nah, just keep that on. That's how we shooting you. And I was like, oh, so that was just that's just how she be walking around. Okay, that's hey man. We not. I'm not about to. I'm not about to be sitting over here ogling and talking, you know, extra about some woman on the podcast. I'm just saying that's a very fine Why black not? woman. Because, I mean, you know, it's just, I just want to leave it at that's a very fine black woman. Can I not do that? I, I, I completely agree with you. I don't know none of her music, but I want to see nope. all of her videos. This- <laughs> I am with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, hey, I want to just see her dancing. Just as long as you dance and move, baby, do your thing, mama. And keep singing. And keep singing keep- while you're doing it. That's fine. <laughs> Keep saying why you're doing. They say she got a new album. Well, no, I'm not. That's not even. That's not even a real thing. She just. She's only okay. She's thirty. I thought she was a little older than that, but I guess that's even this, better, yeah. man. Yeah. She got a nine well, month old cousin. Yeah. Everybody ain't blessed with them genes, man. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, man. <laughs> that's all you can say about that. <laughs> right, man. Let's just let's just let's just get off this subject before we um, get ourselves <laughs> before we get ourselves in trouble, man. <laughs> hey, man, let's revisit and circle back to some things we talked about last week. And last week we had this big discussion. Obviously, you guys saw on the podcast we uh, on the cover we had our Mount Rushmore of the 2010s, and we talked about it. And you know what's funny is that all of us agreed to two of them, which was Drake and Future. Mm-hmm. And then I finished that list with Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar. You finished your list with Kendrick Lamar or with, with Migos and I don't know if it's Kendrick or Kanye that you said. And Raj finished his with Nicki Minaj and J. Cole. Do you remember what yours was, the last two? Mm, no, I don't. Yeah, it's 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 time stamped, so it's there. Whatever. Yeah. So it it, it spilled over into a conversation that we had afterwards, just talking mm-hmm. about Kendrick Lamar or Drake for the record. Kendrick Lamar was came out on top in our Instagram poll. 
However, I think that was J. Cole, for, wasn't it? For who? Do we have an Instagram play with J. Cole in uh What did I say? Kendrick. You said Drake. Oh yeah, yeah. My super apologies. Drake would have beat all them niggas. It was Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole. And it was yeah, yeah definitely Kendrick Lamar. And he won he won um by a few votes and you know, whatever. So it kinda you know, we talked a lot about preference has to be a thing. Raj had very strong opinions in our text message groups going back and forth about this and that. I just mm-hmm. think that when you start talking about Mount Rushmore, it it can't just be about personal preference. Because if we just say a personal preference, it could be any old body that you liked. And if you start yeah. saying all of these songs jam, you're talking about songs that you like. And then mm-hmm. if you say, oh, no, it's, this song was a top song, then it's kind of like, okay, just because something's a top song doesn't make it a great song. You know what I mean? Like Because yeah. they charted it with this particular song. So there's a lot of back and forth with it. I think that one thing I wanted to kind of reiterate is, even with all of that, I still don't like Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole. I was just comparing the two and saying that Kendrick Lamar was better than J. Cole. I'm not a fan of either of their music like that. But that's not a that doesn't mean that I won't listen to them. That means that don't mean they don't have bars. That don't yeah. mean that people can't think that they that they nice. I just don't think that when we're talking about music as mm-hmm. like a, 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 a decade of music, that them two dudes necessarily were the best that should speak for the decade. However, yeah, I, I don't know. In retrospect, yeah. maybe Kendrick Lamar should have. That's why I acquiesced and said Kendrick Lamar maybe. J. Cole never was the best rapper in, in a 10-year span, the most influential, the Mount Rushmore of rap. But see, I, I still don't think Kendrick Lamar is. I think he, he you know, he has some uh some of the best moments. You know what I mean? I think Kendrick Lamar, when his album come out, you know, he's the, he dropped he dropped that verse when he was going at everybody. Um, you know, things like that. He has a lot of moments. Oh, he cold. Kendrick Lamar can rap. He this, he this, that. But as far as somebody who consistently for a decade dropping them bombs on you, somebody who you get in the car and be like, hey, bro, turn it on this. Yeah. I've never heard anybody get in the car and say, man, put that Kendrick on. I feel like that Kendrick right now. You know what so, I mean? At like a month or a year after he dropped his album. You know what I mean? Months, months after he dropped his album. Nobody ever get in the car and say, man, I feel like I feel like Roger that Kendrick right boring, now. It's boring, right? It's boring. <laughs> it's good quick, music. But, but I don't want to hear it again, though. Kendrick's first two albums, I think they did have that replay value like that. I just think that he's been off the scene so long. Like we were saying about a J. Cole, it's really yeah, the reality about Kendrick Lamar. Like mm-hmm. when he dropped that Good Kid, Mad City, it did yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, to Pimple Butterfly had some of that going on where people listen to the album a lot, like replay value. J. Cole doesn't have replay value to me. Nah. To me. I mean, yeah, with his hardcore fan, I think he does. But after that, even like, 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 I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm, I fuck with my, I fuck with money back, yo. But I mean, if his shit ain't, ain't, you know, ain't replay value, I listen to it a couple times and I'm off of it. But it just so happened he had some replay value. You can put. Of- Outcast, <laughs> Equimini on right now. And, and I, I hate to say that because that's a classic album. Yeah. You can put Scarface The Fix on. Like, that's a yeah. classic album. I'm sorry. I'm saying classic albums. But even stuff what, that's not classic. You one can of them put, the Carters on. I'm you can put it. Yo Gotti's last album on yeah. right and now. I, yes. And I'm I'm in it all the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's big, yeah. That's big homie. That, 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 that big, big homie, homie rules. rules. <laughs> that's big homie rules. Right? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's... It, Okay, okay, so I don't want to get on a tangent because I want to stay on topic with this just a bit. So some of the research that I did, we did a lot of research on J. Cole and Drake. I mean, J. Cole and uh, Kendrick Lamar. I'll save that. I'll just tell you this. Complex Magazine has been doing something for a long time, and it's dope. It's called 
the best rapper alive every year since 1979. It's it's Dang. a it's a comprehensive list. If you've never seen it, it's awesome. Just Google best rapper alive every year. Complex magazine will come up. 1979, it was Grandmaster Cass. Okay, I'm gonna go quickly through this because they have honorable mentions each year, and you know I'll, I'll mention some of them, but I want to get to a point here. Um, Melly Mel, King Tim, and Shaw Rock were like the okay. I'm not even gonna talk to honorable mentions. Let me just run through the 80s. Yes. 1980, Curtis Blow. 81, Cool Mo D. 82, Melly Mel. 83, Run. 84, Run. Run DMC was running it. 85, mm-hmm. LL. 86, KRS One. 87, Rakim. 88, Slick Rick. 89, Big Daddy Kane. Now think about it in this context. Everybody was like New York rappers. This is a little yeah. slanted towards New York. However, the honorable mentions were a little bit wider. For instance, in, in that year, 89, when you said it, it was like Chuck D, the DOC, which is West Coast, Cool G Rap. Mm-hmm. It was it was some it started moving around. Okay. So let's go to nineties. And I want you to hear the best rapper alive and honorable mentions for the nineties. <laughs> it was Ice Cube in ninety. And honorable mentions with LL, Chuck D, and Grand Poole. But 91, Q-Tip with mm. Scarface, Tretch, and Drez. Um, Red Man in 92, questionable. But with Tretch, Snoop Dogg, and Q-Tip. 93, Snoop Dogg with um, honorable mention, Method Man, Tretch, Q-Tip again. 94, Nas with honorable mention, B.I.G., Scarface, and Red Man. 95, B.I.G., honorable mm. mention, Raekwon, Prodigy, Pac. 96, Pac with... Honorable mention, B.I.G., Nas, and Jay-Z. 97, Big, with honorable mention, Busta Rhymes, Jay-Z, and Twister. 98, DMX, with honorable mention, Jay-Z, Big Pun, Lauryn Hill. 99, Jay-Z, with honorable mention, DMX, Eminem, and Nas. Now, if somebody said who was the best rapper of the 90s, that person would have to be represented in this, I would think. Right? Mm. Like Somewhere. Somewhere, right? It, All just, New York rap and, just, and the I mean, sprinkle it, of West Coast. It was it was mostly right, yeah. And I yeah. mean, if if we said our favorites or opinions, maybe we might say Juvenile should have been on that list, right? <laughs> maybe we should have said our masterpiece should have been on this mm-hmm. list, right? But if we just going Fiend. off for of like, right? If we going off for of like what these people say, the, the probably the answer is somewhere along the list of Jay Z, Tupac, Big, and then you name the fourth one, and that's probably maybe two, Snoop or something Snoop. who's like yeah. the best rappers of the nineties. Yeah. If we had a Mount Rushmore in the nineties, that's probably oh, Ice Cube. Well, Ice Cube came a little earlier, than it, but he mm-hmm. fell out towards the end. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna save y'all the two thousands and just say the names who were who were top two thousand Eminem, two thousand one Jay Z, two thousand two Eminem, two thousand three Fifty Cent, two thousand four Ti, two thousand five Jeezy, two thousand six. You see, the list got more south. Two thousand six yeah. Lil Wayne, two thousand seven Kanye West, two thousand eight Lil Wayne. 2009 Jay-Z. So if we were saying the 2000s, it probably would be something that looks like Lil Wayne. Mm. Something that looks like Jay-Z. Something yeah. that looks like maybe um, who else? Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, T.I. Maybe. Or Kanye. Kanye. I would say Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah, he was hot. Jeezy too. We gotta be on there somewhere. So so they all kind of, if we just had five and four in the Mount Rushmore, then those probably would be some names that were blowing up the charts. I say all of this to come to my point. Of the 2010s, which is what we were fussing about last week. This is a this is one source, granted. But this is who most people say were the top rappers in 2010. 2010, Kanye West with Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Eminem as runner-up. 2011, Drake. 
with Rick Ross, Jay-Z, and Kanye West's runners-up, 2012, Drake. <laughs> with Kendrick Lamar, 2 Chains, and Rick Ross's runners-up, 2013, Kendrick Lamar. That was the year he went ham. Mm-hmm. With Drake, Danny Brown, and 2 Chains. Notice 2 Chains, a lot of names, right? We're already at 2014. They say Nicki Minaj. This was the first time a woman was awarded it. With Drake, mm-hmm. Young Thug, and Killer Mike as the people. That is half the decade. That's 2010. 11, 12, 13, 14. Five years. We have not seen J. Cole's name as an honorable mention or as a top rapper. 2015, Drake. With runners up, with J. Cole finally getting there, Kendrick Lamar, and Future. 2016, Chance the Rapper. With honorable mention, Kendrick Lamar, Young Thug, and Q-Tip. Once again, 2017, Kendrick well, Lamar. Who keep putting Q tip on them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're right about that. I, I can we can we can go there. We can go there. 2017, Kendrick Lamar again, with mm-hmm. runners up being Jay-Z, Cardi B, and Future. 2018, Pusha T. Now, once again, Pusha T had a year. He went at Drake. He won some shit. Whatever. With J. Cole, Travis Scott, and um Drake as the runners up. And 2019, last year, the baby. Or two years ago, the baby was the the 2019 rapper with honorable mentions: Young Thug, Benny the Butcher, and Freddie, Freddie Gibbs. 2020. Once we get here into the 2020s, the answer was the baby. I mean, the the baby was the, was Lil. the yeah, Lil Baby. I'm sorry, Lil, yeah, Lil baby, baby was Lil Baby was of the 2020s with Freddie Gibbs, Lil Uzi Vert, and Benny the Butcher again. Once again, they yeah. trying to bring that West Coast shit big. I mean, that East Coast shit big. Benny the Butcher don't belong on there. Freddie Gibbs yeah, probably right. don't. Lil Uzi Vert, whatever. That's questionable. Um, Lil Baby being a top is is a thing, right? So we go through all of that. And what I just named was from 2010 to 2019, Complex Magazine has J. Cole as an honorable mention twice. <laughs> if we just going off of just just cake, the baby won one year. Shit, Pusha mm-hmm. T won one year. Like, J. Cole was not one of the best rappers in the 2010s. Let's just stop it. He had bars, but he just wasn't. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar clearly was on that list multiple times. Yeah. It was the top rapper. So yeah. You would say Drake and Kendrick Lamar need to be on that list. Objectively. Really, that means mean, uh, J. Cole and uh, Q-Tip was in the runners for the best. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Albert. <laughs> they were the, yeah, Q-Tip they got tied. to be 56. They tied. Q-Tip's got to be on that wall then. Fuck it. <laughs> Breathe and stop. For real. Give me what you got. Oh, okay. I hear all of that. Okay. I know that I was long-winded and it was a lot of research. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I wanted you to think about that because I've seen a whole bunch of best rapper things and kind of whatever and different stuff people saying. I saw one that had an all-time um, Mount Rushmore and it was Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, and and Dr. Dre. And I'm, I'm, I look at that and I'm like, that's crap. Dre's not a rapper. Dre's not a rapper for one. For two, Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, eh, maybe. I feel like Drake should be on the top Mount Rushmore of rappers of all time if we're talking about, yeah. if we if we if we talking cake. If we just talking cake, maybe it's yeah, not, not for nothing. Them, them dudes and they ain't last long enough yet. You know what I mean? I would not yet, but <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't trying to be no asshole about this. I'm saying like, dog, okay, y'all die, you know, R.I.P. and all that stuff. But you know, now they, if, that music yeah. does still last. The, the y'all heard the list I just said? Them boys wasn't even runner ups. Yeah, in like, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the nineties, cutting. Yeah, they was like, they're hot on, for three, four years. Stop that, Drake no, been that, hot for yeah, ten years. That, exactly. So my thing is. You, you you keep putting them at the top, you know, but damn, now nah, ain't nobody had a hot two year run. You know what I mean? Before that, Tupac was dancing with uh Humpty Hump. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like so, you know, I mean, you got to put it in perspective. I I get it. I totally understand it. 
but you got to stop that at some point. And somebody sitting somewhere is saying that the Mount Rushmore of rap for them of all time is Melly Mel, J. Cole, <laughs> Q-Tip, <laughs> and Dr. Dre. So, I mean, you can have whatever opinion you want, but but most rap people and purists are going to tell you that that's clownishness. Yeah, that's, here. that's not a thing. But, okay, yeah. this is what we really wanted to get to. Let's produce some projection. Who's going to be the top Mount Rushmore? Four rappers who are on the Mount Rushmore of the 2020s. Now, notice, Jay-Z might have been able to get into the 90s and the 2000s. I disagree that he was in the 90s. He probably didn't make that list. Um, Kanye might have been in the 2000s and the 2010s. I'm, I, I think he has a better case than mm-hmm. most people. Yeah. You know, so some people may roll over and still be hot in the 2010s. Um, that was in the that I mean in the 2020s. That was in the 2010s. I don't know, but what do you think your Mount Rushmore is looking like, Los? Mm, well, you know, little baby, uh, absolutely has to lead it off. Um, I think if we if we if we if we're doing this the way we like to do this, little baby is definitely on that list. <laughs> I, I think I think that me and you can just because me and you are in agreement on that. Little baby yeah. is on the list. Who else is on that list? Um, and, and you know what? Well, I don't know if he gonna ever get out of jail and stay out of trouble. But uh, this little dude, the way he moving people and, and the way his songs circulate, bro, you want to put a young boy on there somewhere? NBA, okay. You want to put young boy on there? Um, okay. I think um, shit, Travis Scott. Hmm. Okay. Um, just to go a little off key a little bit. Um, I'm thinking about my little young dude, and little youngsters. Uh, he ain't putting nothing out. Um, you know what? That boy. Uh, what's the little dude name? Uh, Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich. Look out for him. I think he might be up there too. Okay. I think he might so- be up there too. So you just kind of you just kind of threw away some names. Let's refine that because I wrote down about fifteen names that I was like I think could be there. And, oh, I got some more. We're gonna do that. Oh yeah. well, I mean I got about fifteen names that could be there. Yeah, Twenty One Savage. Okay, that's I got Twenty One Savage on the list too. Lil Durk could be on. Yeah, the Lil list, Durk. Right? Yeah, he he up on his way. Okay, uh, Young let's, Thug. Let's, if he wants, Young to Thug is on my list too. Kodak mm-hmm. Black. Yes. Kodak Black's yeah. on the list. That's another one. Um, Money Bag Yo. Yes. Money bag, and if we and if we really projected, NLE Chopper might be somebody who might be on that mm. list. Not that and he, if we, he a young dude, yeah. but I, I like I like how he be coming. And if we project, project, projecting, you going you might throw Megan up there. I don't <laughs> see why they wouldn't. I mean, Cardi you gotta, B you could be throw, on that list. Yeah, you got to throw Megan in there too. But and I Cardi. think we gonna say the baby. Like yes. that, that's a that's a that's a name to say. Fredo Bang. That's a real I'm gonna good. throw Fredo. I'm gonna throw Fredo Bangs in. Oh, there. you know, I'm fucking with Fredo Bang. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw him in there just off a of general principle. Like that man could go. So yeah. there's a lot of young, young, young people that I don't know, but I think somewhere in that list of people is the only people. Like you know, it's kind of like saying who's gonna be the best basketball player in the 2020s, right? Like we yeah. can. We can look and say, oh, it's going to be Zion, it's going to be Giannis, it's Giannis. going to be uh, Devin Booker, it's going to be yeah. my, it's going to be whoever, right? But then Who's you never Memphis? know, you never know who some 15-year-old is right now who might be in mm-hmm. 2017 coming that league and just, 2027, I'm sorry, and coming that thing and just kill it for the first four years and be like, oh yeah, that boy was one of the best. Or so it might be a 20-year-old in the, you know, a little freshman right. in college right now. 
Right? You know what I mean? Or, just, it, just or it might be somebody who in that league right now who we just right now, think was exactly. gonna go major. And that yeah. man just go major and we're like, oh boy, we never knew uh, yeah. Aaron Gordon had it in him that he was about yeah. to just take over the league. Yeah. So you know, you yeah. never know how these things will go. So with that being said, I think we threw out all of those names. I think that for me, the Mount Rushmore starts with Lil Baby, and I mm-hmm. agree with you that I think Roddy Rich is gonna be there. Cause I think mm-hmm. Roddy Rich, he he got that West Coast appeal, and he got like he he got songs, like he he got cool. That's, that's what I'm about to be putting out. He got songs, bro. He got the <laughs> he got, he got songs. the he got the um I don't know he, he got the rub from Nipsey, right? Like wasn't he on Nipsey last song that like um I think so. Rex in the Not middle, Rex, or, Rex, Rex in the middle, Rex in the middle, yeah. yeah. And it was like he kind of got that rug where it was like, yeah. okay, Roddy Rich up next, and he didn't, he didn't ran with it. His album was winning album of the year. So, yes. Lil Baby, yeah. Roddy Rich, kind of go with for me. Um, I, I would. The NBA Young Boy conversation is one that's very, very interesting to me. I don't know if NBA Young Boy is gonna make it, make it there. Yeah, I don't think so. Make it like. Uh, free and making music but you got like at this point if we really just kind of projecting doesn't he have to be he got to that it's no listen i went that's what i when you, when, you, when we first talked about it, i was like dang you know with young boy little you, top you, you, guy you, you, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you see what he can do and then you listen to how he move these kids reciting that word for word for word like in you know any young boy song i'm talking about from when he first dropped to now any of them you know and you know if he if he can stay, you know, he, he kind of remind me of Ti right now. Hmm. Remember how Ti was? Yeah, Ti lost steady, a lot of time in jail. Yeah, steady fucking up doing dumb shit. He he's he's kind of on that right now, and I I think Ti was a lot smaller than him. Uh, <laughs> but hmm. you know, he he's still on that that Ti time right now with that. You know, you just never know how long that boy gonna be out. If we agree that NBA young boy, Lil Baby, and Roddy Rich on the list. I mean, yes, we could say Travis Scott. Yes, we could say the baby. Yes, we could say mm-hmm. Megan or Cardi B. I what mean, it's this? What you I don't, I, I don't know. I like, I don't where you want to go? Where you want to go? Like, I really don't know the answer. I'm looking at this. You know, but you know, but you know, but you know what though? But you know what too though? I mean, I hate that. It, it, I hate that this always got to be about lyrics and lyrical content and all the rest well, of that foolishness. What's what? Because Lil Wayne was it, I guess. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, it's what jam, okay, man. Hey, that boy. Uh, I don't know how old. How old is um Moneybag Yo? He gotta be thirty, huh? Moneybag Yo, not. I don't think he's super young. I like Young Moneybag Yo, but I think Moneybag Yo gonna have a, a decade like Two Chains had last decade. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of mm-hmm. outside, like in the top ten, but just not like not like nobody, one of those one of those, one of those slick ass Rick Ross careers. There you go. You know what I mean, I, I, like Rick Ross. Just constantly put out always, like we always say, people who don't miss, Drake don't miss, and Rick Ross people, really don't be missing. People want Lil Durk to be in that spot. A lot of people I, I, want Lil Durk to be in that I spot. Know, I, got, I don't know yet. I heard Lil Durk on, Durk on everybody else stuff sound good. And I really didn't like his bars when he was on Drake. I didn't really like his bars. I think we got to go with somebody who young and just and don't know. I think the answer has got to be somebody like NLE Chopper. I think it got to be a youngster. Mm-hmm. Who we just really doing some projection that that man gonna gonna keep mm-hmm. it moving, like because at the beginning of twenty ten we would have never known that it would have been Kendrick Lamar or that J Cole would have yeah. ever done it. I mean, and the way music, it don't have to be him. I mean, no. shit, it could be it could be Takeoff if we yeah. wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they've been quiet for a while too, though. Well, they dropped this week. Yeah, it coming, but they've been quiet. I said they've been quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. So I mean I, I don't know man I don't know what to do with that last face on that Mount Rushmore but I'm trying to think is it in there? 
That's a rough space. I think maybe we should put Q-Tip on Dr. Dre. Not cue that music up. Not cue that music up for nothing nice. You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? So let me take y'all back to 2004, like way back when, 17 years ago. So a young, impressionable Aldo Nice was on the cusp of major life experiences, you know? Graduation from the the, the world-famous Xavier University of Louisiana and computer engineering, no less. The week of, shit, I'm turned. Graduation parties, hanging heavy, blowing loud, making my rounds. <laughs> All that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was a movie, and just like a movie. I sprung up on the morning of graduation and realized the nigga was half hour late. So, boom. <laughs> throw on my shirt and tie. No time to, to iron it, but fuck it. It's going under a cap and gown. Put on my church shoes. Because I wasn't a grown man yet. Church shoes? <laughs> Hopped in the whip and shout out to the Lakefront Arena. So, I guess they're sliding my spot right at the front of the line. Dapping everybody up on the way there. Throwing the deuces. Ooh, what's out? What's out? Oh, yeah, boy, I'm in here. You know what I'm saying? And we got to our seats. Chilling. Right in front of me. When I sit down, all the professors and with their stoles and caps and PhD hats on and shit. And by coincidence, to my surprise, I see my most favorite professor sitting right in front of me, Dr. Jameson. That was my guy. He was my AFAM professor for one semester. We had, you know, hung out, talked rap a bunch because the dude knew I was in, them, in the rap game and threw a few back in the past, you know. And we had an understanding outside of class, you know. We, we didn't hung out to the point where, you know, I took an additional course with him just to ensure that the class had enough enrollment to make that semester. Like, you know, that's my guy. He was like, join this class. Uh, we need enough students, right? Bet. I'm not exaggerating. Some years after college, he, he actually used one of the tracks off of one of my mixtapes in his course at Savannah State to drive home the point about the young black experience in America. And just hmm. just to say the track went hard, exposure. Y'all want to hear the lyrics? My most favorite professor in school told me, son, you're less than a fool if you don't make sense with your tune. So Dr. Zamerson, I'm blessing these fools. I'm doing more than grab the mic and just rap. I'm trying to show them what it is to be black, but they don't hear me though. Man, that man, that track went hard. Just to say I could rap back in the day. When I rapped, I could rap. So with all that being said, we get to talking, and he lets me know I got a C in his class that the class that he asked me to come to. <laughs> Dude said it's because I never really came to class like that, and and I probably should have had an F, but you know he was helping me out with that C. I thought he was bullshitting until they called my name, and I and I didn't hear cum laude after that shit. So <laughs> with that C, my guy dropped my GPA from a three to a three point two seven, and I needed a three point three three to be an undergraduate. So a uh, three point three to be an undergraduate. In my mind, that shit. That shit was wild, wild as fuck. I was pissed for a minute, oh, but a few dude. hours later, I was I was attending graduation parties, hanging heavy, blowing loud, making my rounds, <laughs> and shit. And me and dude still good to this day. One time on this podcast, um, one time, one time, one time, this podcast is brought to you by Doctor Jamison for the you damn bad doc. He is down bad, <laughs> but it's been years. I got a good life. I got a good job. I'm healed, right? <laughs> Or at least I thought I was. Until I started this story from back home uh, last week at Hanville High School. And, you know, maybe you guys seen it. Maybe it didn't. Like, the the the, the caption is always, Teacher swaps um, shoes with students to save him from missing graduation ceremony. So, if you heard the story or not, Devarius Peters was going to his graduation. And um, he had black-topped white-soled sneakers. And they told him that his dress code was not right. So he could not graduate that day. But instead, John Butler, a paraprofessional, 
at Hanville High School, was on hand for the graduation as a parent, not a staff member. But once he learned the details of Peter's predicament, he accompanied the young man and he let him know that he would help him. And he gave him his shoes. And then the story has been on the Washington Post and everything else of the sort. And it's went viral. And I'm just so happy that that young black man got to graduate. And then, and I'm so happy that his, not professor, his paraprofessional, paraprofessor, <laughs> did him a solid and didn't play him on graduation day. He did him a solid. But then I thought about it even more. And I thought, you know what? I learned a lot from that seed. It was a life lesson that I carry with me today. That even your partner sometimes is by business and they're, they're They'll, they'll give you what you deserve. And um, why are you coming to graduation with tennis shoes on when you know that there's a dress code? So stop acting like that. And if them people don't want to let you graduate, it's them people it's them people prerogative if you don't get to graduate. I know niggas who didn't get to graduate for less. So I hear all of that, but I still ain't got nothing nice to say about showing up for graduation unprepared and going viral for some dumb shit that the school and that the school did some dumb shit that the school need to stop tripping on anyway. But I won't stop. And I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> Man, listen. Two things. If you use me to get a check when I don't need that class, that <laughs> automatically qualifies me to get an A. Automatically. Number two. I'm leaving, I'm leaving there. Oh, that's an automatic A. If you need me to make for this class to make, that I wasn't gonna take this class. You told you asked me, hey, enroll in this class. I need, some, I need more students to make. I know that it's a check for you. I'm your homeboy, or your, you know, we cool. Bet. I'm, I told I'm, the dude. Listen, and hey, hey, and, and Reef, if you're listening to this, straight up. Uh, I, I told dude. I told the professor. I told Doctor J. I said, man, you made me sign up for this class, and little chick in this class that I used to run it with. And I don't really want to be seeing her every day. And she using this as an opportunity to try to be in my face. So I ain't even going to be in here like that. And he was like, bet. He didn't say bet you're going to get an a, a F uh, or yes. bet you're going to get a C. Man, bet, I'm, bet. bet I'm going to take your honors court. <laughs> he didn't say that. Like Bet mean you, you're good. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm leave Doc alone. The next thing is. We don't know if that boy got dress shoes. Number one. <laughs> we don't know that. We do not know that. Everybody comes from different families. So dress shoes might not be in that in that whole church shoes. Not, yeah, well, yeah, church they might not have church shoes. You know, they don't buy church shoes when people die. And yes. nowadays nowadays they wear black um black and, and white Air Force Ones. So nowadays they do wear black to Air Force Ones to prom and shit. So Yeah, so those are dress shoes to him. You know what I'm saying? They're multi-purpose. I can wear them to the to club. Uh, when they to go out rob with niggas. I can wear them to rob niggas. I can wear them to funerals. And I can wear them to graduation. Those are dressy shoes then. So, but I think the paraprofessional did what he was supposed to do. I'm kind of upset it was no other teacher's dad that did that. Like, you do what you do. You make sure that man get across that stage. You don't want that man not graduating for something as stupid as tennis shoes. Who cares? Nobody, nobody's on their stage looking like, oh my god, I can't believe they let him graduate. It's a dumb rule. Really, did, did he really graduate with tennis shoes on? Oh my gosh, how? Like stupid shit. But I get but the school for men, enforcing it because the minute they don't enforce it, then them chicks come in with flip flops, boys come in with Crocs. Then then it's just looking like the, the zoo. You know what I'm saying? But at yeah. the end of 2020, the wildest year of school ever, the most unpredictable it, it, year. In it should history, look like a zoo. It should look it like should. Z- <laughs> zoonomics of that. 
people should be coming around in, in a blanket with their pillow. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how y'all graduated. They don't even like people just, um, decorating their they, they, um, cap. So, yeah. you know they're not because letting boys be, come out there with something. one dickhead. I just so don't want... Be, one dickhead fuck it up. I just don't want pictures from my pro, um, graduation with boys with fake lubes on and stuff, man. I just ain't I just ain't got time for fake Gucci shoes next well, to me. That, that, mean you, that mean you don't take pictures with the nigga with fake Gucci shoes on. You but they don't hey, want to take pictures because everybody okay. feel like they're friends after graduation. But what you say is scoot over a minute let me get this one by myself. Hey, catch, <laughs> uh, catch, us, catch us from the waist up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, crop that thing right by the sheen. Okay. I mean, sh- but I had my Stacey Adams on, so what are we talking about? With my Steve Harvey oh. pants. So you, t- <laughs> so but you, you take your suit sweets to wear around senior year, dump, boy. The, dump, with the jacket, dump, dump, with the jacket long, long, <laughs> with the big wide legs. Oh yeah, big wide leg pants with a big and, jacket and, that went way down when, by your butt. Yeah, and then when you when you sit down with them wide legs, they come up by your knee. They so what? <laughs> <laughs> but with it was clean though. From, with the shoes from the um, tuxedo place, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shiny daddies. Shiny patent leather daddies. Yeah, sir. I, got a, I bought a pair of them a couple months back just so I could have them in case I ever need them, man. It's part of, it's kind of how we got to go these days. Man, listen, before we get out of here, I mean, I know we only got two of us today. You getting the podcast with the big two, but you still going to get the big three. The big three. Big three. Speaking of a lot of things we talked about a little earlier, specifically the Mount Rushmore of the 2020s, um, we're looking at the rap duos, the top rap duos, our big three. And the reason that we're thinking about it is because Lil Baby and Lil Dirk dropped the album this past week called The Voice of Heroes, or mm-hmm. The Voice of the Heroes. I don't remember which one it is, but um, it got a lot of garnered, a lot of praise online, and people, and there was a lot of memes that we heard, what was the coldest um, collab album. So we're not talking about like people like Pimp C and Bun B are, are eliminated from this. People like A Ball and MJG, Outkast. Yeah. That's a group, right? That's a group. We can't we can't compare those guys to people who just came solo acts who came together and said, "Oh, we about to drop this this Trick Daddy meets Rick Ross album," and it's like, ooh, yeah, ooh, or whatever it is. Got to be somebody. That's unexpected in that way. Little baby and Kurt Franklin. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or Plies to Kurt Franklin. Plies to Kurt Franklin. Would that be Twin. one person dropping the album? Twin. Twin. <laughs> Twin. Uh, but yeah, man. So one of the big Twenty for Jesus. Rap yeah. duo albums of all time. And what Ooh. I'm going to do is... I, you want me to go first or you want to go first? We'll go one at a time. And if somebody steals one of yours, then you just throw in another one. So we can we can we can we can praise six albums. All right. You can go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, I think um I want mine to be off the beaten path. So my favorite 2010s album of two people who were um and it's it's not that far off the beaten path. It, it's it's there. It was Young Thug and Rich Homie Quine. Mm-hmm. It was that that album was 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 crazy. What was it called? The concert or some shit like that. Whatever it was. But yeah, Rich Homie Quine and um and 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 Young Thug was one of my favorite. One of my big three rap albums. Twenty tens? No, no, no. It don't have to be in the twenty tens. No, no. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just I'm just keeping that twenty tens energy. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm gonna go with two thousand. Go off the beat, pal. Following you, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, it was called. Life, it was Father called like son. 
Like father, like son. I'm mm-hmm. going with that like father, like son. I like it. Birdman. Bird gang. <laughs> Bird gang. <laughs> on that pod. Getting money. So you went Bird gang. I went Rich gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then last that that left that that last night. We popping champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got one of them. I I I am I'm a big fan of both of those albums, so I think that that's a great place to start. Um, All right, then I'm I'm just gonna go mainstream because this I mean it has to be said in the context of this conversation. God, which yeah. one of them? It got to be Jay Z and Kanye. Watch the throne. Watch the throne. Yeah, it's two of them. Jay Z and Kanye. The, it it got to go there. And you, I know you're gonna say the other one. The Drake and uh, what Drake you and call Future. It? Future, yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. I think those that two, one. like, I mean, is the top rap duo albums of all time. We went Louisiana yeah. first. I love it, even though Rich Homie and Young Thug not from Louisiana, but they was on Young Money. Close so enough. Cash Close Money, enough. Young Money. CM, YMCMB. Um, okay. So the last one I'm going to go with, you didn't hit four out of the ones that I wrote. Ooh. I'm going to still say the other ones after I'm finished, but the last one I'm going to say, fuck that. Gangster music, ghetto stories, Bootsy and Webby, fuck that. That's how we come. That's how we come. That's how we come. That's how we come. You wanted me to go that's first? Gonna that's go. how we come. That's how we come. going to go. Dang, nah. man, boy, stole my uh, work on my paper. Well, you, you if you'd have known that, man, you, then I, I had one more for you then. Um, God, think, 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 think. Oh, uh, Lil Wayne, two chains. Okay, Collie Grove, that that'll work. Yeah, that'll Collie work. Grove was fire. Collie Grove was I, fire. I only had two more on my on my possible list altogether. One was most definitely Kwali, Black Star. I liked that album a lot back in the day. That was the thing. That was early two thousands. But the other one, hey, man. Fuck that. We live in the H. Paul Wall and Chameleon now, man. Come oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, Paul Wall and Chameleon. Hey, uh, we could have had a whole family. list by itself with uh, Houston rappers. All right. Uh, do a- <laughs> do a- <laughs> the way them boys, <laughs> do a- them boys uh, mash up and do a little, oh, man, Big Pokey and um, Big Hawk. <laughs> big Hawk, Big Pokey and Big Hawk. Everybody flying part three. <laughs> <laughs> Purple. Purple, uh, purple universe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fifth wheel recline. <laughs> Straight up like that, man. So shit, that yeah. that's our big three, man. And I know we get y'all a lot of names in there, but the big three for the big three with the big three. If y'all got any um, big three rap duo albums that y'all want us to know about, go ahead and let us know. But we will probably put another poll out there. I might even put it out there as soon as we drop the, the podcast on Friday. And it's going to mm-hmm. be like, who needs to be in this Mount Rushmore of the 2020s rap? I might even do it before then. Uh, we'll put our three that we got and then let people fill in who they think the last member of that 2020 rap is um, poll. And then, then then we'll, we might broadcast that even before the podcast drop. But I mean, hey. That'll be dope. We did our thing. And I mean, Raj Move, we'll see you next week. But until next time, we're going to do it like this. Y'all have a great <laughs> week. <laughs>